0: Welcome to the Grow Tribe. Here at Go to Grow, we bring the practical and the personal to fuel and celebrate our messy and enlivening growth. People love to pigeonhole us in business and life, but we know you are not just one thing. We get it. Who is? So bring your colourful array of hats to the Grow Zone. I'm Melissa McGowan, and I have over 20 years' experience enabling growth of people, leaders, businesses, and at home with our four kids. The results, the performance, the culture, the outcomes we desire. I can tell you, it starts with us where you go with your time, energy, money and focus, you grow. So choose to feel alive and let's get growing. Do you remember Vanilla Ice who had that, well, I think he was kind of a one hit wonder, but he had that awesome song, you know, the one, Ice Ice Baby. Now, I may have lived in London with some friends of mine and we may have had An old fashioned answering machine with a little tape in it of us singing that song. We may or may not have, and you know who you are. But I posted something on LinkedIn last week referencing that song, and I was saying, you know, it's time to stop, celebrate, and listen. And it's about listening to ourselves. And what I mean by that is, you know, There's so many opportunities to wreck ourselves right now and I'm just gonna challenge us in one little way to check ourselves so that we're not wrecking ourselves maybe as much. So it's tapping into the wins. I know that you're having wins every day. Every day, something is going well for you. It may only be a small thing, like I remembered to drink water today. It may be a big thing, like I remembered to drink water today. Either way, when I challenge leaders to tap into what's going well for them and importantly, why that went well for them, they often kind of feel uncomfortable. Yet I think at the moment it is just so, so important to consider the importance of reflective practice. So let me just kind of give you a little bit of a pondering and see if I can get you to tap in. Now I um, read a study, uh, a recent global leadership study that was published in the Australian Financial Review last week, there were 3,300 execs who were surveyed as part of this study and 60% of them said they were experiencing significant stress and actual self-doubt as well despite being in high powered positions. Four out of five of them self-assessed as being at risk of burnout um, having a lot of challenges unplugging, uh, had started, you know, many start from a place of being both highly accountable as well as very focused on others, um, others, or team, bosses, you know, maybe even family, um, you know, people they're caring for. And this, this great little quote in there is like, who's caring for the carers? They also gave some data on leaders pre and well, we're not post yet, but you know the, the impact pre of, of COVID on levels of engagement and ability to focus and it wasn't a surprise that both were down. So there were lots of um, lots of data there and I think you know if you're not experiencing it, you're probably like me seeing it every week. So there's no um, doubt that all of those risk factors are right up and you know burnout is absolutely. Um, A concern right now. So to get macabre just for a little minute before I bring us back up again, I read this years ago in a book and I mentioned it on, and I think it was the episode of the podcast, which we talk about breast cancer. And if you haven't listened to it, I would encourage you to, because it's not, we talk about macabre, it's actually a really inspiring story. Kristen, who I speak with, is um, a leader who's done amazing work on herself and with others. And she's got some great messages about, you know, very relevant to this discussion about actually tuning into our bodies that we actually often do know the answers, but we need to get still to do that. But in that discussion, I think I mentioned to her this work that I had read about the top five regrets of the dying based on the work that this um, woman had done uh, with a lot of um, people in palliative care, people who were dying in palliative care. And it wasn't a surprise that what it revealed was most people don't wish they had been more successful on their deathbed. And I often find this, you know, whilst it's confronting, I think it's important to reflect back on. Like they don't regret not having achieved more. So the top five regrets of the dying in this particular piece of work were, number one, wishing that they'd had the courage to live a life more true to themselves rather than the life others expected of them. Number two, wishing they hadn't worked so bloody hard. Number three, wishing they'd had the courage to express their feelings. Number four, wishing they'd stayed in touch with their friends more. Number five, wishing they'd let themselves be happier. And as I think about everything that's going on right now, I just bring that up again because it's easier said than done. But the foundation of my practice, you know, my coaching, work i do and this podcast is trying to shift healthily to this focus on self as the foundation for everything that we want to do in our lives and you know the the more we can work on ourselves and continue to work on ourselves and up level there we just unlock more and more so i've always encouraged in different programs i've run with leaders and in the work i do with myself each week and my clients is some sort of regular reflective practice. And I think the end of the week or over the weekend is a great, really simple time, pragmatic to check in with yourself and just debrief on the prior week. And this is where we pick up on those wins, what actually went well. I mean, how easy it is is it to move to the next week and think about what we need to do, what our team needs from us, what our boss needs from us, what deadlines we've got to hit, what we need to do for the kids, what we need to do for our partner, Blah, 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 all of that stuff without actually doing a quick check back to let those winds land. Because, you know, just a reminder, the brain has got that bias to the negative. So we can be kind of like Teflon to the winds and we really want to let them land. So I teach that as, you know, in the work I do and certainly as part of my um, uh, energy and time planning process in the Chief Energy Officer program. But we become far more effective when we understand not just what, what, what went well, but why what the enabler was, and those wins and understanding them and in which category of our life they're in, they'll help us take insight into the following week with energy to fuel that really meaningful productivity, not just doing a little bit of everything. So that practice of stepping back more regularly, I think at the moment could not be more necessary and powerful. I mean, I don't know about you, but the hamster wheel, like, it's just going. And, you know, we're connected. I am actually haven't watched The Social Dilemma yet, but I'm going to watch it tonight, I think, uh, symbolically with my teenager who just got his first phone. Um, but that idea of, like, stepping back, zooming out, it is one of the most challenging things I've seen leaders need to do and find hard to do. And I've experienced that myself over many years, yet crisis has got us right there, propelling us forward. I mean, how many people are saying, let's write this year off. So I'm encouraging us just to kind of build in this reflective practice, because I think it really does allow us to just ponder a little bit the the meaning of what's just happened to ourselves. And again, with this healthy self-focus in mind, it helps us understand what's going on with ourselves, but also in our in our immediate environment and with others. So it really helps highlight what we need, what we're experiencing, and what others around us are experiencing. And then that gives us insight for future planning and future action. So you know the risks of of not, I think, doing something like this in your regular um, leadership work, is really kind of collateral damage, in, you know, to yourself and and others, because you're missing data, and you're missing insights on what's really happening, and that's got a direct link to your well-being. It, it as I said, it, it helps us step back from the doing, which is really hard. Like, you know, we're so used to feeling like we've got to be doing stuff, but importantly, and this was really my point today, is it helps us surface the winds. And it helps us get more comfortable in acknowledging them you know, to ourselves, which is the most important thing, even if we're not getting the reward from others. So that healthy dose of kind of self-compassion, it's really gonna go a long way for us right now. And there's, look, there's lots of other benefits, I think, into, in, in doing sorts of reflective and planning processes because we're all in situations every week where there's just a lot of environmental triggers around as well, and I was just speaking to someone about that the other day. And if we stop and reflect and we do that in in some reflective work or some coaching work, we can understand what some of those triggers are and where we go, and then we can start to change that. So this sort of focus on self, I think is one of our real um, challenges, and yet, an opportunity for us to become increasingly conscious about the actions that we're taking and how we're living. And I'll link a video in the notes about this um, sort of consciously living above the line. I don't know if any of you've seen that, but it's it's a great um, it's a great video. So I'll put that in the notes for you. So you know, my consulting practice really kind of born out of three big leadership insights that i've had both in my own experience and then working with literally hundreds of people in business over the years people at different stages people of different ages people in different geographies people at different levels of organizations people doing different jobs and i've really kind of built my my model and my methodology around this and it starts with as i said self learning that a healthy focus on self is, is the foundation because it's about how we feel, how we feel emotionally, mentally, physically, and acknowledging that that impacts everything, including our performance and extending beyond that as well. If we can, as a practice, renew and expand our energy, then we can get up to that next level, which is more about them. So who are those important others? Often here, I go to manager magic. I did an earlier episode on it, a pondering, but this idea of how do we unlock capacity and skills in ourselves to then be able to develop that high-performing team, making that critical, the big, I think, gear change of a career. And once we're doing that, we get more energy because we're delivering results through others, we're continuing to focus on ourselves and our development, and then we're really facing into the us part at the top, which is really about growing. It's about the business, Um, it's about about organisations, it's about the business you're running, it's about the part of the business you're leading. It's the desire to actually shift into doing more of that great work. And not just the desire, but actually being able to do that through the capacity and the momentum that you've created. So that's the strategic work, it's the big rocks, it's really how we grow a business. And it stems from that continued focus on self. It picks up on things like 80-20 and acknowledging that everything isn't equal and that disproportionate focus equals disproportionate outcomes. And you really need to know what those vital few are and, and have the capacity and the desire to dive in. And it's not always perfect, especially when it is that kind of um, deeper work. So energy really flows up from the foundation. So my, my challenge here and my point today is people are struggling, high performers are struggling, of course they are, because they're the ones who are the go-to people, they take on more, they're low maintenance, um, that may be you. And I'm just giving you a little bit of encouragement to, to just acknowledge that you are doing some stuff really well. I know you are, I just want you to know you are. So how can you just check yourself this week, capture what went well for you, not just at work, but in your life, you know, and if there's nothing there, keep digging. And then I want you to take those lessons into your next week. So please do check yourself, don't wreck yourself and enjoy your growth, everyone. Thanks. Thanks so much for listening. I'm very excited as we build this growing community of growers, and I'd love to hear your feedback on anything you want to hear more about, people that you think would be great for us to have a chat with. Please leave me some feedback, or if you want any support, use the functions via the podcast or the email, the Facebook group or the Instagram, all of it in the notes. I'd love to hear your stories. I'd love to see your pictures of you growing and what you're working on. Please share the podcast and review it in iTunes as we build this community. Thanks so much.